Hey folks, with an X, I got shows coming up. San Diego, January 20, 21. Eugene, January 26th. Newburgh, Oregon, January 27th. I don't know where that is. Hecklers in Victoria, BC, the 28th. Is that enough? Probably. Skyline in Appleton, Wisconsin, February 2 to 4. Looney Bin in Little Rock, February 8 to 12. GabrielRutledge.com for all ticket links. Thank you to the people who give me $5 a month to listen to this podcast uh, and receive exactly the same product. If you would like to do that, click on the Substack button in the episode notes. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. How do we start? I will start as my podcast. <laughs> you are the guest. Okay. <laughs> when you see an actor in a in a uh, like promote when George Clooney's promoting a movie, does he sit down with Jimmy Fallon and be like, "How are we starting this thing?" <laughs> Do you want to say hi and then I say an amusing anecdote from the filming? Uh first guest that I've had in the new studio. In fact, this guest uh, to pay for the new studio it comes out of our joint checking account. Uh, so it's like my studio. Also. I wasn't done with the introduction. Former co-host of the Rutledge's podcast the queen of my house Christy Rutledge, my wife go hi (laughs) still an asshole (laughs) welcome Uh, to the Rutledge no wait, what is it called? the drive home? I am Christy, I am a guest on the podcast yeah um Listen to me if you find old episodes of the Rutledges. I can be seen at my job. I don't think we should be encouraging people to seek out those old episodes of the Rutledges. There are some. You know, let's just say right now we've grown. Uh, We're works in progress. Yeah. Um, A lot of people were were wearing blackface while they podcasted back then. This person doesn't know how to drive. Are you talking about me? Because that could no, all... You could have been. I'm talking about the person in the blue car. Uh, we are driving back from SeaTac Airport. Uh, I had a show in uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. I did a show at a, uh, a sex club one time. Uh, a comedy show. I should have said that better. <laughs> I learned a lot. I don't know. At Sandpoint, I'm guessing you don't have a private sex club Show was there was out. absolutely nothing to do. It was really like 
not that we went to every restaurant, but there's unless you're a skier, uh, it's there's not a ton to do there. But it was fine. We we hung out uh, at the Airbnb. Um, a lot of napping. Yeah, for sure, a lot of napping. It's a real. It's a test of uh, a relationship when one person is TSA pre-check and the other person is not. Uh, because, you know, I, I, because I love you, I stood in the line with all the other fucking riffraff, the ham and eggers, the peons. Well, I noticed that even though, um, you know, your boarding number is, or letter is B and mine was C, it doesn't mean that you have to get on right then, but you clearly saw that as a must and got on the plane before me. Look, it was a long weekend. I thought, hey, here's 30 seconds. I can fucking breathe for a second. I'm kidding. Uh, actually, the only reason I do that is because they run out of uh, overhead space, so I want to get my bag up there. But what about my bag? Look, we have a problem, sister. Yeah, uh, I was standing in the back with all the other cattle <laughs> waiting to get on, and I was like, wait a minute. If I wanted to, I could wait to get on the plane until they call E. But I couldn't get on the plane with the B. This letters, is, but I noticed my husband had no problem leaving me. This is a lot of attitude for someone who was my companion fare. Also, I'm not the one who brought the world's largest toothpaste through the security line. I told you. Well, it was just a regular sized one. Well, it was many ounces over three ounces. I didn't know. I also... Well, the other part is my lotion was like... It was like a six ounce container. But there was probably only three ounces in there. I don't think you can ask them to weigh the remaining amount. I think they should. Or they should be like, here's a plastic bag. Can I squirt it into that for you? Here's something I was thinking. Are we going to mention what was next to the toothpaste, by the way? No. No, we're not. Okay. That was a fun moment at the airport, too. Uh, okay, this is for travel. I mean, it's part gag gift, but part I think people would buy it. Three ounce water bottles. Yeah. Just because that's hardly anything, but that's the allow that's the yeah. allowable liquid size. If you just had like a, a 12-pack of three-ounce water bottles. Could you do that? Is there any limit to how many three-ounce water bottles you bring? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, because like mine takes like, my water bottle takes like 20 ounces. Mm-hmm. So I would only need like six or seven. I think just out of habit, if I was having a three-ounce water, <laughs> I would take it like a shot. Like I would drink and be like, ah! <laughs> That is the spot. <laughs> Feels so good on the way down. Uh, the uh, it was funny at the Airbnb because I don't. It's like there's a magazine that every Airbnb buys their shit from. Oh god! Where it's like, well, this is an Airbnb. We should probably have random hats, like just hanging on the wall, and like little flower things that aren't flowers and fake water and... And the amount of, like, pillows on the bed. It's like a king-size bed, but if you left all those pillows up there, you'd have, like, four inches to sleep on. There's, like, 12 pillows 
this on there. Yeah, it's really, it's really, I mean, I don't, I don't think Sandpoint has a lot of hotels. Uh, so it was nice to get it and it was nice to be able to stay in there for three days. But it's just, I'm kind of over Airbnbs because of the, uh, just because, I mean, look, we got a kitchen. We wouldn't have had a kitchen at a hotel. I understand that. But it's like, it's like, uh, uh, you know, hey, make sure you start the laundry before you go. Run right. the dishwasher. Take out the trash. Take out the trash before the you go. The hotel never asks me to do that. No, and it's, a lot of them are like, you know, I've stayed at several uh, in the last year, and it's like, you know what the Super 8 never says? Please take your shoes off when you enter the room. Right. And it's like, you're you're saying we get to thrash this place a little bit. I, don't, I know we have to pay for damage or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, oh, don't fuck up the carpet. That's new carpet. You're renting your room out. Yeah. Well, the other part is like, if like our window was dripping water and it was dripping right onto the heater in that room, so we couldn't turn the heater on there. Um, that, well, are you talking about our waterfall storm windows? <laughs> so if we would have, um, if we would have turned on. Or if that was like a Super 8, they would have like moved our room, right? But we yeah. called them and they're like, oh, we know, yeah, we, we got to fix that. that. That's a problem. I know. <laughs> yeah, so it is. There's no codes, because that's the other thing is when we got there and I was like using the um, railing to walk up the steps and it was like super wobbly. Like if I would have actually held onto the railing, I would have fallen over. And I was like, yeah, there's no there's no code, like, looking to make sure everything's what it needs to be. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You go to the, you go to a Holiday Inn Express, they got a guy out there de-icing the sidewalk in the morning at this place. It was like, I guess we forgot to pack de-icer. I know, I know. And then, uh, you know, the neighbor uh, backed into our rental car. Yeah, so Karen, that was Karen, the neighbor. Classic Karen. <laughs> Uh, that was funny too because she came over and was like, "I backed into your car. Here's, you know, she gave us her insurance information, all that stuff. You know, it was a rental, but still, it's like she comes over and says, "I backed into your car," and I'm like, "This is a pain in the ass. I gotta fill out paperwork. There's gonna be phone calls with my insurance or or the or dollar rental rental car." And then she's like, she's just in there like, I haven't seen this place since they remodeled it. Oh, yeah. And she's <laughs> telling me all about the mural around the kitchen. And the woman who, who originally owned this was 100. And there was a mural of her. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I don't need a walking tour of this house. You just backed into my Hyundai accent. I'm annoyed right now. I didn't choose to come to Sandpoint because of this house. Like, ugh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fun show after, uh, and actually it was like one of my lifelong dreams is, uh, uh, to, that's too grandiose, but I've, I've often wanted a merch assistant. Um, and, uh, I was like the Vanna White to your Patsy Jack. Well, you didn't just point at the merch, you actually. I got it. Yeah. Uh, that was nice because that was very, uh, it was, it was busy. Uh, and that was helpful. So we went out to one of the uh, four bars uh, in Sandpoint. Actually, we went to one of them, and it was, like, at occupancy, so we didn't go in. We went to, like, some sort of country shit-kicker bar. Well, the other one was a country bar, too. They were playing friends in low places. 
say to cover about that. We, it was, I mean, I assumed people who were at the show were going to be, some of them would be at the bar. I did not assume it would be every single person there. So we like walked in and everyone starts like clapping and it was like, uh, one thing I thought was very funny is this happens all the time is people think, people get confused as to whose joke belongs to what comic after this yeah, please. I'm, I'm trying to set you up here. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so when we walked in, so the other comedian had done a joke about um, his penis size, and he said it was five and a half inches. And he said, I mean, that's average. We're a room full of white people. <laughs> and he was like, and if, you know, if you do your research, you'll find that that's average, which that was so odd but anyway so then we walk in and then um he's not wrong i've researched it really no anyway we walk in and um oh well the, the first before that when i was selling merch um some like lady was like raving about how beautiful you are and how lucky i am to have such a sexy husband and how handsome you are and funny and I was like, hey, he's mine. Just for funsies, how old do you think this lady was? I don't know, 65, That's, 70. That is my demo, I'm telling you. Sure, my demo used to be ladies who were 49 when I was 30. But now that I'm 49... Uh, oh, who knew? <laughs> when I'm 65, uh, I'm going to walk through a gravesite now. People be like, God damn. <laughs> so anyway, I was walking into the bar and... This lady was like, you know, she'd been excited to see Gabe and everybody was freaking out. And she was like, <clears throat> she was like, you are such a lucky wife, except the five and a half inches. I'm so sorry about that. And I was instantly like, oh, she's got them confused. I was like, that was the other comedian. Like, in my mind, I'm like... <laughs> I don't want you getting his penis confused with the other comedian. That wasn't him. That was the other comedian. Like, <laughs> I only heard you say that was the other comedian. If she, if I would have heard her say, I'm sorry, he has five and a half inches, I would have been so fucking confused. <laughs> I would have been like, I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was <laughs> like... <clears throat> so annoyed with her. Like, get it right! <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually, not the penis thing, but that actually happens a lot. When people, after the show, they'll be like, oh, that's so funny because I have an adopted brother. I'm like, that's not my, that's the other person. <laughs> uh, it's so, and in a weird way, I know it's like they're drunk or there was a lot of comedy, but it's always so insulting. You like bare your soul to this crowd and then they're just like oh my god I also uh you know whatever the fucking joke is I have a black friend you're like that wasn't I didn't say that that wasn't me yeah that uh, but that's what even when they are your jokes I was telling you that it's like it's like you're uh, you have to live a comedian has to live with the consequences of their act after the show out in public so you know I have a joke about Coinstar people every, I walk in the bar everyone's like there's no Coinstar machine here you know what I mean it's like alright just trying to get a Michelob Ultra um, you know who else has to live with the comedy 
consequences of your act. Anyway, I wanted to move on with um, some of the other topics. Ian's wife has to move, <laughs> has to live with the consequences of your act that she has no no say in the writing of. Uh, no, that's true. She doesn't. Uh, I know. I'm very aware of that. Uh, that's why I would never specifically talk about my penis size, for example. But if I had a penis, you totally would talk about it. Wait, you think... Wait. You know what? If my wife had a penis, would I talk about it? Yeah. You're right. That's a pretty good premise. <laughs> I don't, just for clarification. I mean, if It's I'm, fine if people, if women do, but I do not. As a cisgendered uh, man with a limited amount of... Uh, fun topics and a limited amount of uh, ways I can stand out if, if, you know. Yeah, that's true. If I, if I, I could, That would give you some, like, if I had a tra- yeah, If I yeah. had a trans wife, are you kidding me? Yeah. Call, call Jimmy Fallon. How are we gonna do... <laughs> I'm really boring. I'll sit... <laughs> what, first thing I'd say if I was on Jimmy Fallon is I'd look over and I'd be like, how are we gonna do this? <laughs> do I just start or do you introduce me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I know. I know you have to live with those consequences, and I'm sorry. Um, uh, but anyway, it was awesome. Uh, you got to go. I mean, sure. I'm not exactly showing you the world. It was a weird part of Idaho. <laughs> Stick with me, baby. I'll take you to a town with four bars. <laughs> I don't know that all four were even open, though. <laughs> a lot of stuff wasn't open. Yeah. It was like, we went, we were definitely like, oh, this is kind of nice because we can just relax and it's not even like we're missing out on things to do. Yeah. And then my, when we left this morning, we were like, thank God we don't have another day here. <laughs> it's so, you and I have talked about this, uh many times, and I've probably talked about it a little bit myself on this podcast, Uh, but like when you have children, anyone, there's a lot of talk of like, your life's going to change, maybe you'll be sleep deprived, your priorities will be different. One of the things that like I didn't understand is it will... When you have kids, it is so fucking hard to do any single activity. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, go away on a weekend with three children. The amount of planning, the amount of, like, uh, people going here and there, and one person's got to go there, but then they got a choir thing, so they have to go here, and, like... Oh, I've needed a spreadsheet to keep track of what we were doing. I know, and I do, I will, you know, I want to publicly, and by publicly, I mean several hundred people listen to this. Uh, You know, I appreciate you organizing all of that. That's not my strong suit. And Johnny came home and watched the cats. Yeah, yes. He doesn't, I don't think he realized, but when I said that, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with the cats, would you want to come home? It's like, okay, because really I just needed somebody to make sure they had food. So he came home and stayed with the cats. It was so nice of him. Uh, it's but traveling with them is even harder. Oh, it's it's a nightmare. But it's it's 
that's what's so like if someone said I mean it's a little more challenging in our circumstance because of my travel schedule but even if not even, even if I had whatever a normal job is it's like uh, if someone just says like hey we're all thinking about going away this weekend and it's just like the odds that that is going to work out are like slim to none oh I know uh, I um well we started planning for this in like I mean pretty soon after you booked it like September-ish maybe even end of August and um and then of course like middle of December, Macy brings home some paper, paperwork for this um, theater festival type thing she wanted to do. And I was just, it was of course on that weekend, you know, because of course school doesn't, I don't know why they can't plan things out in advance. Like, you know, I I, that's one of my complaints about high school is like, you know, we we have a daughter who is in she's in choir and she's in plays, and the amount of like oh this weekend there's some sort of a competition and there's some sort of public it's like why does why does everything have to be a fucking con why is she doing nine contests a year is she a comedian do we need to do this well the other part that I was kind of annoyed with was just the the assumption that. Like, there was a 
a ho- there was food in the hotel, but the restaurant was like, I mean, every meal cost like twenty five dollars. You know what kids love is a thirty dollars Caesar salad. <laughs> or you know what kids like? You know what I'd really like some steak and shrimp. Like no, and so, but and that was like so ridiculous. That weekend was so expensive. <laughs> well, it is. It's this weird thing where like even. So I thought it was just homework. Uh, oh, she was working on a, a poem she had to memorize, and I was helping her do it. Um, and then she like, and then she's like, yeah. And then like they pick people, and it, uh, if you're in the top, whatever, you go to state. And I'm like, wait, God, she didn't qualify. What? That was a contest too. Also, I understand a competition where you write and perform a poem. You're just, just you're just reading someone else's poem, and it was so. We're in this position now where, like, everything she auditions for or goes for, you're kind of like, you want her to be successful, but you're also like, I hope she doesn't make state, because that's going to be a fucking issue. Well, yeah, there's a state for this theater thing, and she finds out on the 23rd if she made it. And, like, I want her to make it because I don't want to deal with her emotions, but I I don't want her to make it because it's, whatever it is, is going to cost us a ton of money and be a pain in the ass. Yeah, it is, it is one of those weird things where you, like, you want your kids to have experiences, but then at a certain level, you're like, not, there's not, you know, whatever the income levels are of the school, you know, we're... We have the, to be in the middle. I'm, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say it in a not a dick way. But, yep. like, let's say we're in the middle of income levels. Yeah. It's like, you're really excluding a bunch of people from oh, these things right. by ridiculous. like hey does your does your kid want to sing well it's gonna be about three grand this year oh right you know right. so it is it is kind of weird uh, well that's the thing is that for her um for her uh this theater competition thing she was at this weekend they never worked on this at school like she worked on this at home and then with her voice teacher and it's like, so of course, if you're a kid who, like, you don't have a voice teacher, you don't, you know, how well are you going to do? I 
my feet were very fast, but my or my hands were very fast, but my feet not so much. I did. I, I mean, that really sums me up is a, a quick hand, slow feet because I was like good at catching, throwing, that kind of thing. But like you know, couldn't run it. Uh, <laughs> so I no cut policy, right? Of course, it would have been hurt to be cut, but also I had to play in the fifth quarter. Which, let's talk about the math lesson. <laughs> there are not five quarters. <laughs> if you give someone a dollar and ask for change, they will not give you five quarters. But if they do give you a fifth quarter, it was because it was full of really shitty football players. So I had to play in the fifth quarter, uh, you know, against all these other fifth quarter people. Oh, God. So that's also dehumanizing. To be like, game's over. But let's, you know, let's, uh, time to be inclusive. Oh, gosh. I don't know what the way to do it is. But there, it isn't, there's, like, we talk so much about diversity, equity, inclusion. And it, it isn't actually happening. It's not actually possible. Like, Maisie's doing, a, um, in one of her classes, they have to, like, design a mouse trap car. And, um, she... Is that a contest to, does the best mousetrap no, go to state? No, it's And, but we have to get the mousetrap. Now, mouse traps are cheap, right? But the chances of me remembering to get a mousetrap, so it's going to be an extra trip out. And, I don't know, it just is so, I'm just so... What if we duct tape it to a rat and just let the rat run? I'm sure that that would violate some of the rules of the project. I just, uh... It's so much parent involvement. That's what I'm saying. Okay, this is what I'm saying about schools in general, is it's like, we're going to be the best school ever. We're going to have 9,000 activities for every kid. And it's like, we don't fucking want that. We want to send them to school, not fucking think about it, and have you not ruin our weekend. Leave us alone. Well, and I think that is, after COVID, I'm like, were you not hearing how much you burnt us out? I mean, what was asked of us parents was too much. And I understand it was too much for you teachers to do. But for us parents, it was so much. And I became resentful. And so now that there are, like, now that we've returned and the world is reopened, I, t- I'm, I want you guys to take it all over. I don't want to have to do anything. Yeah, what, what, a, what, a, and I, obviously I remember, uh, when I was in high school, there certainly, I was on, I was in sports, I played baseball, uh, I didn't have to play in the 10th inning either, the regular game. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, band. There was lots of activities. The band went to Disneyland. I, you know, there was. It's not like we didn't have activities, but it's just like it seems like a way, way, way more. And I kind of wish my kids went to that school in dangerous minds that Michelle Pfeiffer had to save, because uh, I bet they didn't have the budget for all these fucking activities. Um, I didn't see that movie. Either did I. But Coolio had a real fun oh, that's song. Right. R.I.P. Um, we were spoiled with our first son, too, because he didn't do any activities. No. It's just... Well, it's just... It's hard. It's just really hard because I think... Um, I need, I needed, like, a little bit of... I think... 
because the other part is like reopening and the returning to the world has come with a lot of anxieties for our kids. You know, just we stayed pretty locked down. Their social skills struggled, and it's been a hard reentry. And I feel like they're doing well emotionally, and I feel like you think they're doing well emotionally. Well, sometimes. I mean, they're doing it. You know, they're. I don't know. Depends on the day. They are. You know, they are like a teenager and a preteen yeah. girl. So, you know, some days it's like just shocking but um I um I'm ready for a break I'm tired it was exhausting um to do everything we did for the pandemic and and to just have to be so worried about being safe and I feel like now we're finally getting to the point where like COVID is like well, if you get it, you get it. You right. deal with it. It's not like you were some horrible person. And and then, of course... It was an STD. Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you wearing when you got COVID? Um, and, and then our whole family got so sick with the flu and I suspect RSV, but I don't know. And so I just did so over it. Like... Like, just everything. I'm like, no, I want you to give me the whole schedule for the year of every activity possible for my child, and then I can plan accordingly. Nothing, no surprises. <laughs> or if there's a surprise practice, or a surprise rehearsal, or a surprise performance, you need to take my child to me. <laughs> no, they always bring home something. Don't fucking, oh, this is a big project to do in six weeks, and I just go, son of a bitch. Are you serious? Yes. When Maisie showed us the mouse trap card project, I was just like, fuck me. Can't I don't want to do this. Can't you watch a video on mousetrap vehicles and call it a lesson? What are we doing? Yeah, let's throw up a film strip like the olden days. <laughs> Please, <laughs> stop trying to be such good teachers. I want to stop being trying to be such a good parent. I don't want to be the involved parent who cares all the time. I want to be the shitty parent who goes, you fucking handle it. But, uh, you know, it's that fine line, obviously. But I know. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I burnt myself out. <laughs> but that's what, like, when I started talking about how hard it is to do any activity. Uh, if you don't have kids, I know that that probably comes with its own, depending on your age, that it can come with its own uh, regret or, you know, yeah. But fucking way to go. <laughs> Enjoy your activities. That's all I'm saying. Because, you know, you and I have known each other since fifth grade. Yes. Uh, when you kissed me in a truth or dare game. Uh, but, so we were friends after high school. And I was, I was laughing, thinking about... The stuff that we would do as friends... This is, like, before we hooked up or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, we were friends. We messed that up by having sex. Yeah. Are you looking at your Costco order right now? I was... I got a notification that there had been some soda substitutions to our Costco order. <laughs> okay. Uh, that... Like, whatever. Just some random night of the week when we were 21 years old or 20 years old. Yeah. I guess we were dating by 21. Yeah. But 
a come over. We would end up with like five to ten people at someone's apartment all the fucking time. Right. But there was no, you know, people doing drinking. I almost said doing alcohol. People were doing alcohol. <laughs> uh, they were drinking weed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was like there was no fucking evite. There was no. It would just happen. The amount of planning a person who has children in their 40s or 30s has to do to, like, make a typical Wednesday night when we were 20. It's right. impossible. Like, well, let me check my skip. How's the first week of August look for you? No, know, we can't. it's ridiculous. <laughs> also, there was, you know, it would be like, we already have three people bringing a hot dish. Can you bring a veggie thing? <laughs> it is. It's so much. This was making me laugh, too, because we would get... You know, we would get uh, drunk or whatever. Uh, so it would be like at one in the morning or something. And then like a group of like five people, we would walk to a gas station mini mart. Yeah. And then just, you know, buy candy and fucking whatever. Because we weren't even old enough to buy alcohol yet. <laughs> but imagine us. You're going to be 49 tomorrow. I just turned 49. Us with a bunch of our friends. We're having a party. It's one in the morning. And we all and we walk go, to the Yeah, let's just go. You guys want to walk to AMP? <laughs> you guys wanna you guys wanna get some snacks? Just a gang of drunk middle-aged people. Everyone's like, be, you wanna get some corn dogs? That would be so fun. One person's like, I can't I, the gluten, I can't have the bread in. Also, the horrific diarrhea that those, that group of middle-aged people would have after eating AM, PM that nacho would, cheese. That would not happen to me. Oh, bragging about your bowels again. <laughs> um, can I... Is uh, that a brag? What? That's a brag to you? That's a brag? <laughs> no. I can eat whatever I want and not get tired. I'm <laughs> not bragging. I was just saying it wouldn't happen to me. Well, you're probably right. It would happen to me. Consultation. 
I can't stop laughing. <laughs> the amount of times, three times, it talks about a horse funeral. Is that something people do often? Like, they I have a big horse. How would you would have a horse funeral? <laughs> but then. For the old nerves, can we have something hay themed? He loved it. Of you know, um, 
Well, there's, apparently there's places. How do you bury a dead horse? I know how to beat a dead horse. How? <laughs> I, I think there's special places. Yeah, okay, follow-up question. Like, what do you do when your horse dies? Who caters it? <laughs> well, this company does. <laughs> All right, we're almost home. Let's, let's call it a podcast. Anything you want to say? Okay, bye. Bye. I was saying bye to them, but that's not.